Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 188 featuring differentdrummerdance.com for things that aren't helping your dancers. It's February 4th, 2021, and we have a teacher tip Thursday here for you at Dance Tips Daily. Let's dance on into our blog written by Katrina Kohi. One of my mantras for 2020 has been everyone's doing the best they can with what they've got. I really do believe this is true 95% of the time. For teachers, I up that percentage to 99%. Teachers are infamous for overdoing, and it comes from a place of love and genuinely wanting to give the best to their students. I know you know that students of all ages need emotional support right now, and I know you've been doing the best you can under current circumstances. And yet, I also know that dancer wellness is a kind of vague term. You probably know mostly what it means, but maybe aren't too sure with where to start with it, or feel unqualified to broach the topic with your dancers or at your studio. You might be talking the talk, but not walking the walk. But you want to, which makes all the difference in the world. So let's break down what doesn't and does count as dancer wellness so you can be informed, aware, and intentional about how to help your students be healthy in mind and body inside the dance studio and outside the dance studio. Number one, coloring sheets. I love a good coloring sheet. I have several of those adult coloring books and enjoy using them to relax because art is therapeutic and calming. There's nothing wrong with using coloring sheets to teach movement vocab and terminology, or just as a brain break. But a random coloring sheet every couple weeks doesn't do much for adding long-term to dancer wellness. Here's some ideas for how to upgrade this activity. Make it sensory. Encourage dancers to create using all of their senses, sight, touch, hearing, smell, and taste, and tell them why and how using our senses is calming. Discuss the parts of the brain that light up when we engage the senses, and then take that into your classroom. How can you add sensory exploration to bar or center work? Ask dancers how they can use their senses while dancing, working at home to calm themselves down if they're feeling angry or upset. Number two, yearly team building. Regardless of if you have a competition team or not, most studios start off the year slash competition slash performance season with some sort of talk about the rules and expectations teachers have for the year and a few team building exercises. And then nothing until 364 days later. That's not enough. Like any habit, the habit of dancer wellness has to be practical. And believe it or not, it can be easy and fun rather than something you feel obliged to add to your to-do list. 
My program, Studio Zen, is designed to give you monthly dancer wellness resources, so you're never scrambling for what to do each week or month. One thing you can do starting now and do consistently is to bring gratitude into your classes. Begin or end class by asking dancers what they're grateful for. Give your corrections and feedback in a way that encourages gratitude. For example, your jump needs a bit more muscle. Ask those strong legs to push a bit more. This simple act has a profound ripple effect. When you intentionally cultivate gratitude, drama drops, and students realize that the example you're setting is one they want to emulate. You'll be consistently building camaraderie, not through big, come-to-Jesus talks with your team, but with baby steps that encourage and inspire them. Number three, a one-and-done workshop. Because you know the importance of healthy habits like meditation and nutrition, maybe you've had a specialist come in and give a workshop to your dancers, and that's great. But again, if this is just a one-and-done activity you're doing just to take it off your to-do list, you're missing the point. Shift from thinking of this type of work as an obligation to something that will fast-track your students' technique and confidence. Revisit the material and activities your workshop gave you every so often, maybe once a quarter. Set a date in a calendar and carve out time to check in with students on this topic. Maybe they have questions that have come up since the workshop. Maybe a dancer was super interested in this topic and learned even more. Now, they can be the teacher and share what they've learned with the class. Again, this doesn't have to fall all on you, and it doesn't have to be a difficult, drawn-out process. Number four. Assuming dancers will get what they need from home or school. I touched on this in a recent blog, but this is so important and bears repeating. Best case scenario, if dancers are getting social, emotional, mental wellness tools at home and school, dance is one more place for the kids to practice the regulatory skills they need to manage stress and anxiety. By practicing wellness with them, you considerably help their chances to be happy, healthy, and thrive. Worst case scenario, Dancers aren't getting social, emotional, mental wellness tools at home or school, and dance class is one of the few soft spots they can land. As much as I hope this isn't the case, realistically, it probably is. Combine that with the fact that globally we're experiencing anxiety on record-breaking levels, and you can see why prioritizing wellness skills like mindset and body positivity are so important. To bring it full circle, I know you're doing the best you can with what you've got, and I have so much admiration and respect for my fellow teachers, and I hope I've helped you see that our best efforts are the ones we spend helping dancers to feel safe and healthy in mind and body. I always say, you don't have to do more things. You just have to do the right things. The right things right now are the things that tend to the emotional wellness of your students. I hope you'll use some of the tools I've mentioned here. They're game changers. Or take a look into Studio Zen. It's designed specifically for dance educators who know the importance of holistic training. Educators like you. Thank you so much to Miss Katrina Kohi, the author and CEO of DifferentDrummerDance.com for giving us permission to share her blog with you today. So many fabulous tips for educators packed within one short blog. And even if we're not an educator, I think a lot of Katrina's tips are still super relevant to performers for helping you really hone in on your craft and your artistry, when it, whether it's 
being more in tune with your surroundings. What senses are you using whenever you're in your dance classes or doing your auditions or trying to be a certain character and yearly team building, even if you don't instruct a team or maybe you're not teaching classes right now, are you still checking in with your dance friends, making sure that they're okay, keeping your community healthy and connected? And I love that idea of avoiding the one and done approach that whenever you actually do take the time to invest in a workshop, that you're making sure you take the information that you've learned from that workshop and implement it into your daily practice. Repetition is one of the big values that Dance Tips Daily runs on. The choices we make daily ultimately start becoming our habits, and while habits certainly aren't permanent, they are sure hard to break, whether they're positive for you or negative. So that's why here at Dance Tips Daily, we truly try to create a positive and healthy routine for you to come back to each day. Recording episodes has been such a positive daily routine for me. But before I even started doing this, I certainly had daily practices of whether it be journaling or making my coffee first thing in the morning and having that consistency and control even over just some of the smallest things felt so grounding and helpful for me, especially throughout such a tumultuous year. If you're an educator who found a healthy routine for something that worked well for you and your students throughout 2020, let me know. And even if you're a performer and you found a healthy new routine or a specific skill that you repetitively worked on throughout the year, would love to hear how you made it through 2020. You can write to me at dancetipsdaily at gmail.com or go ahead and fill out the form easily accessible on the dancetipsdaily.com homepage. Sharing your insights might inspire another dancer to dance down a similar path as you did. And keeping each other inspired and moving is so important. That's your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed. And as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today. And tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.